Hello, welcome back to 915 Mental Health Podcast. As always, it is Arali, and I am so happy that you are here listening today. For today's episode, this topic is something that I didn't really put too much thought into prior to meeting our special guest and having this conversation. So I know this is a topic for many of you that you may not be well educated on or haven't really thought about. And so I am so excited for this refreshing conversation because it's just another tool and more knowledge that we can use to better our well-being and our mental health. So let's go ahead and get this conversation started, and I'll go ahead and let our guest introduce herself. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. My name is Rebecca Vias. I am a nurse and a certified holistic health coach. I, um, I've been a nurse for about 12 years, and then I recently graduated from the Institute for Integrated Nutrition, um, just to further my knowledge of my medical journey and um, just to continue to help people heal holistically. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. I was so excited to have you on today. This is a topic that I we have not covered yet, and so I'm very intrigued as to how nutrition can play into our mental health and our well-being in general. So I want to start off by asking you what motivated you to become a certified holistic health coach? So I've always had an interest in food and nutrition, mm-hmm. specifically how food is converted to energy, um, how we absorb the nutrients and how those nutrients affect our mood and our body overall. Um, And so being a nurse, I felt like I was able to help people and coach people into healing in certain aspects, but I felt very limited in what I could really advise. Um, I would see so many people just on medications for anti-acid, antidepressants, of course, hypertension, diabetes, um, so many medications that I felt like maybe could have been avoided with certain lifestyle and diet changes Um, throughout my nursing career. I would just see that people didn't have the knowledge to maybe try more holistic approaches before going into medicine um, and I'm not against medicine in any way Western medicine is wonderful and all the advances that we have um, created and everything I, I'm not against Western medicine at all I believe in working in tangent with holistic medicine as well as conventional medicine um, but I feel like a lot of people don't really have the knowledge of holistic medicine and nutrition and how that can benefit them so I just found an interest in wanting to learn more so that way I could help people in that way. Right, and that's really admirable and I really appreciate you coming on here today to spread your knowledge because like you said, I don't think people really understand the power of food. You know, for the most part, we mainly view it as a way to survive something that we need to do and we don't really think beyond that. 
So I am really excited to learn more about how it can benefit us. So what are some ways that nutrition plays a role in our mental health and our well-being? So what we eat overall immensely impacts our mood, our energy levels, our sleep quality. Um, and in the way that it does this is through the vagus nerve. Um, the vagus nerve is one of 12 cranial nerves and it starts in the brainstem and then goes down through your gut and your colon. Mm. But most importantly, it penetrates the gastrointestinal wall um, where 95% of serotonin is made. Mm. Serotonin is made in the intestinal lining as well as in the pineal gland. Yeah. So um, serotonin is responsible for mood, metabolism, immunity, and sleep. And what we eat affects how serotonin is utilized and absorbed. Mm -hmm. So the, the gut has a lining called the gut microbiome. And the gut microbiome is like a soil that balances good and bad bacteria. And it also affects the hormone production as well. So when the gut microbiome is under chronic stress, the serotonin levels drop, which can lead to depression. And another hormone called GABA, it also declines, um, leading to anxiety. So foods like whole foods can help strength, strengthen the microbiome. Um, foods like that are more preserved, refined sugars, refined bleach flour, um, foods that are harder for our body to absorb and utilize mm -hmm. actually weaken the microbiome. Awesome. So it creates a decrease in the serotonin, um, which can then lead to depression and anxiety. Wow. I... Yeah. It's such a great like, science how the brain and the gut are connected. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Wow, that is beyond what I expected I mean I don't I was never into biology in any way um, so that is very very interesting I never knew that it could play into um, our body in that way I mean I know that when I eat very processed foods afterwards I feel very low I don't really feel motivated or like I can tackle the day anymore. And so it's cool now to know what actually goes on in our bodies that affects the way that we feel. So thank yes. you for sharing that with us. Yes, of course, yeah. And another another interesting fact is um, some foods that we eat can actually mimic certain hormones and um, it will change the chemistry of the hormone itself and it can start to lead to um, inflammation and of course inflammation causes a whole waterfall of diseases um so when they say that it all starts in the gut i really do believe that it does and i'm not discrediting the brain the pineal gland of course but a lot of what we consume really does affect our hormones yeah for sure and can you tell us which foods can help combat mental health symptoms sure um so First of all, you want to avoid processed sugars, alcohol, um, certain medications can also break down the barrier and deplete nutrients. Mm -hmm. 
but foods that can actually help serotonin uptake are foods that are actually high in tryptophan. And I know that tryptophan has a stigma to it that it makes you sleepy. Um, and that is partially true because serotonin does work in tangent with melatonin. Um, but tryptophan is also very calming. And when your body is calm and under less stress, then it is allowed to produce balanced levels of serotonin, GABA, dopamine. Um, so foods that are high in tryptophan can also help. Um, and some of those are chicken, fish, um, also fruits, fruits mm -hmm. that are high in tryptophan as well, um, mm -hmm. like bananas, apples, prunes, and most people do associate tryptophan with cheese and dairy, um, mm -hmm. but I actually advise against dairy. I would, I would tell pretty much anybody to avoid dairy as much as possible because dairy has um, a protein called casein and casein is similar to gluten. So that causes inflammation. Mm. Yeah, so um, I was really surprised too when I learned about increasing tryptophan can actually help serotonin. So I thought that was pretty cool. But I mean, all of this, this nutrition science is really cool to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now I'm going to want to be even more aware of what I'm eating and the nutritional facts behind it, because now I understand a little bit more the effect that it can have. And have you personally some struggle with mental health and has nutrition helped you in improving that? Yes, absolutely. So I believe that the best way to help somebody, guide somebody, coach somebody is through personal experience, is through connecting with somebody and building that relationship with them. Um, and so I would never recommend something that I haven't tried or something that I don't fully believe in. And I also am a nutrition coach. So I'm guiding you into having the knowledge to ask the questions or make the right decisions go to your doctor's appointments with knowledge of what you're consuming, what your disease process is, you know? And so I always advise you to do your research, consult your physician before starting anything that I recommend. Um, but yeah, so personally, I have dealt with depression and anxiety. Um, and I didn't really understand what it was. I believe I started experiencing it mostly in my teenage years, like around 15, 16. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really understand it because we didn't really talk about it back then, you know? So yeah. I, um, like any teenager, just tried to figure out the quickest solution, tried to fit in, tried to um, do things to make me look cool. Um, but I didn't really understand what I was feeling when I would go back home and sit there in my thoughts and in my feelings, you know? Um, and so... Later through my adulthood and becoming a nurse, I realized, you know, maybe this is more than just a nervous feeling or a sad feeling. Like this is, this feels like something deeper than that. Um, so I uh, met with my primary care doctor. I was diagnosed with severe anxiety and depression, and I was put on Lexapro. So in my head, I was like, okay. 
I'm a little proud of myself because I finally sought help. You know, I'm not embarrassed. I was able to talk about it. And I, at that time, I felt good. I felt like, okay, I have the medicine. Um, I was told it would take about two weeks to take effect. And in those two weeks, I was to expect to experience headaches, um, fatigue, and um, just a bunch of side effects until it actually got into my system is what I was told. So I continued taking the medication. I took it um, maybe for about six months. And I never really felt like myself. I did feel a little calm. I did feel a little less anxious, but I didn't feel joyful. I didn't feel extremely happy. Um, I always felt like something in my body was off. Mm. And so that's when I really started to dive into nutrition, um, into holistic health, which is everything from movement to spiritual health, um, meditation, breathing exercises, all of that. I just felt like it had to be a different way. Like this wasn't the only answer. I, I, I know that I can feel good and feel like myself. Um, so that's when I jumped into my journey of nutrition specifically to combat stress, anxiety, and depression. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I think it's really impactful the way that you got help and once you realized that it wasn't working for you you find you went ahead and found something that did and I really love the fact that you knew something was wrong in your body and you decided to dive in deeper because I can relate to when I started taking antidepressants I didn't feel like myself either but I never really thought to look more within I so I am so grateful that your journey led you to that because now we have you to tell us a little bit more and now we can be more aware of how we can help ourselves with nutrition and food. So that's really awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for sharing your story too. I know it's hard to be vulnerable, but it does really affect and impact people in a really positive way just to feel like they have a space where they can share their experiences and ask questions and just just you know be honest about I don't I don't want to feel this way but I don't know how to get better I don't know how to get to where I want to be and that's where I come in and I, I meet people where they're at and we figure out where they want to be and what we need to do to get there and everybody is is bio-individual everybody has different environments around them that can impact what's happening inside of them Mm -hmm. And I really just love getting to to know people, to know their goals, and trying to figure out how we can get there uh, through nutrition and holistic medicine. Yeah, that's so awesome. I applaud you for having that vulnerability to connect with people on that level. I think, I know we're getting a little sidetracked here, but I really love how you said um, meeting people where they're at, because I think that is so important, because I think we sometimes want people to be exactly where we're at and so I love the fact that you help people in that journey in that way so thank you again <laughs> yes and I do um I know that that our main goal today is to talk about nutrition um so I do have um certain recommendations as far as protein fiber intake okay. healthy fat omega-3 intakes uh, magnesium and so I 
I work with my clients to help teach them which foods contain those nutrients mm-hmm. and build meals that are going to work as medicine for them. Okay. Okay. So can you tell us maybe some generic nutrition that seems to help the general population? Sure. Yes. And I'll um, I'll specifically talk about nutrients that I believe help um, your brain health, um, like a neurological nutrition. Um, So definitely want to make sure that you're getting a whole sourced um, form of protein, at least 50 grams daily, around 50 grams. Um, And that can be the organic grass-fed beef, um, chicken. I recommend cold water fresh fish like salmon, herring, tuna. Um, and for those that are vegan or, or um, prefer not to eat fish, I do recommend um, organic tofu. Beans are great like lentils, black beans. Um, seal cut oats are really good for fiber as well. I mean for protein. Um, and fiber, yeah. Um, so also fiber, 25 grams of fiber daily. And for fiber, I recommend fruits and vegetables like strawberries, apples, raspberries, um, vegetables like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, peas. Um, and then some really, really important nutrients to protect your neurons and your brain um, are healthy fats like omega-3s. And I recommend 500 milligrams daily, and that's it. Stuff like olive oil, um, chia seeds, black seeds, cod liver oil is also really good. Um, and I, I don't wanna take too much of your time, but I do also recommend a sufficient amount of magnesium as well. A lot of uh, Americans are also magnesium deficient. And you can find magnesium in dark leafy greens, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds are great. Um, dark chocolate, which is nice. I recommend organic dark chocolate, of course. And um, the reason why I say organic is because they limit the amount of added chemicals that they can put into certified organic foods. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, as a rule of thumb, any consumption of, anytime you can get less chemicals is better, so. yeah. And then you also want to make sure you're getting plenty of, of B vitamins um, and vitamin uh, vitamin D as well. And the vitamin D, I recommend um, fatty fish and mushrooms, especially those that are grown directly from underneath the sun. Um, there are some mushroom growers that grow underneath lamps, which can provide synthetic form of vitamin D, um, but it's always best to ask your grower how the mushrooms are grown um, and directly under the sun, they will have a higher quality of vitamin D. And um, it's also important to make sure you're getting probiotics and um, prebiotics as well. Okay, I'm glad you dived into vitamins a little bit because um, that is a question that I have is, will taking vitamins have the same beneficial effects as if you were taking a food that contained that vitamin? I strongly feel like eating 
whole foods and getting vitamins from the source is the absolute best way to get your vitamins um, mm-hmm. through food itself. Mm-hmm. But I know that some people might have food sensitivities um, or dietary restrictions. And mm-hmm. so that's when we work together with the dosages that I recommend. Um, again, I tell my clients, make sure that you talk with your doctor. If you're on any other medications, make sure that they don't interact with your current medicines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just being a nurse, I know that that's, that's very important to make sure that your supplement and vitamin intake is reviewed by your physician. Um, but yeah, there are, there are um, a lot of good supplements that I've seen just throughout my interactions um, with being a health coach, a lot of good sources of, of probiotics and prebiotics as well. Um, those are both really important, but a lot of the, the foods that I recommend um, can be tailored to certain dietary restrictions. Um, but in the event that you can't get all of your nutrients through food, then we would go into discussing supplementation and figuring out what would be best. So now that we have gone over some nutrition that can be beneficial to us, what would you say to people that want to start but don't have the access to a health coach or certain guidance on what their first step can be in managing the nutrition that they take? The first thing that I can recommend is what I did first. So I started off by teaching myself how to be in tune with my body, listening to my needs, listening to the signals that my body was sending me when I was ingesting things that weren't good for me. Um, And for me, that was a lot of talking to myself, um, a lot of spiritual work, and just figuring out what it is that is the issue. Like for me, I was feeling sad, um, tired, very anxious and irritable, uh, not like myself. So then I had to determine what I wanted to be. I want to be healthy, happy, get good quality sleep, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to start to recognize what was toxic around me. As far as the food that I was ingesting, um, I had to cut out processed foods, Um, I moved to a whole plant-based diet and I started to exercise at least 20 minutes a day. Um, I went easy on myself. I I didn't make myself exercise strenuously. I started with yoga, stretching, um, and just really just being easy and listening to what I really needed and taking that time to actually make my health a priority. And there are, there are a lot of people who want to get there, um, but like you were saying, don't have access to those resources. And so I would just say, look at where you are now and what your end goal is. And once you have a goal, you can start to create a pathway one step at a time. Whether you're going to start with cutting out processed foods, you're gonna start with cutting out soda, 
um, or if you're going to start to work on your exercise, you're going to start with a five minute walk, then go to a 10 minute walk. Um, or if you want to start with your sleep pattern, then you might want to think about a bedtime routine, going to bed a little earlier, setting yourself up for the next day. And it's all really where you're ready to start um, in order to take that first step. Yeah, I really appreciate you telling us to first listen to our bodies and ourselves. That honestly wasn't what I thought the first step was going to be. And so I find that really impactful because if we want to help ourselves, if we want to learn more about what makes us feel good and what is good for us, we have to pay attention to what doesn't feel good first. So thank you for that. And I also really appreciate how you mentioned going slow first. So obviously we're not going to want to completely throw ourselves off and start exercising really hard and start waking up at 5.30 in the morning when we're waking up at 10 a.m. So I do want to emphasize taking it slow, being easy on yourself and learning more along the way about yourself and your body, what feels good in order to accomplish the goal that you have in mind. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. And everything, it seems like everything now is just so fast paced and we live in a society of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And so many people just feel like the world around them is getting too far away from them. Like they yeah. should have started this diet yesterday or they should have done this however long ago, you know? And so I find a lot of people just feel stuck and behind and they start to get into a mood like, well, now for what? You know, like yeah. everybody else started doing this, so for what? But that's why I just say, just take it easy. Um, one of the things that I recommend too, also to my clients is just to cleanse everything around you, um, cleanse, cleansing your body, cleansing your physical space, um, like organizing your home, um, cleaning out your social media, unfollowing people that don't bring you joy, satisfaction. And when you cleanse your space, it allows room for new things, new things to be created for you to create that new life or that new person that you want to be yeah definitely it's all connected what's in our outside is going to affect our inside and our inside is going to affect our outside so thank you for bringing that up because that is very important and we work so hard to manage one thing but if we're not keeping in mind other aspects of our lives then it's not going to come together nicely and it affects you well so thank you again (laughs) I am so overjoyed with everything that you had shared with us today I learned a lot and now I'm definitely going to be implementing that first step of listening to my body learning what's good for me what's what's bad for me so I can start to implement the changes that you mentioned because I really think that this can change a lot of people for the better in their mental health and their well-being so thank you so much for being on this episode today and sharing your awesome knowledge and I know it's going to impact anyone that is going to listen to this episode so thank you yeah thank you thank you so much for having me on I could I could talk about this for so long um I am so excited about nutrition and 
specifically how it affects her brain and our hormones. Um, and I just want to remind people that it doesn't it doesn't have to be so daunting, you know. Um, I do I do believe in um, doing things and even eating things that you enjoy that bring you joy because you do have to enjoy life. You know, you, when you dive into this, you start to feel like I can't have this, I can't have that, and it starts to become overwhelming. But it really isn't, and sometimes it really is okay to indulge and just enjoy your journey. Yes, for sure. Don't be too hard on yourselves. It's okay. a journey, like you said, so it doesn't have to be a scary thing, and it's a process. Exactly, yes. So thank you for everything that you're doing as well in the community, and the resource that you provide is such a beautiful thing to know that there's support and love and guidance and even just friendship in this community. So thank you for everything that you do as well. Well, thank you for your kind words. It's definitely awesome now that we can build a community and now we have a nurse and a certified holistic health coach in our community. So if you guys want to continue this conversation, definitely hit her up. You have now a health coach in your in your mind and we will tag her. So if you have any questions or you want to have her guidance, you can definitely contact her. Yes, yes, feel free to reach out. Um, I do offer free consultations to all of my clients where we just talk and get to know each other and mm -hmm. build that relationship. Um, it just, it all goes back to building trust and building relationship with yourself and with others. Alrighty, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving a listen and shout out again to Rebecca for this insightful conversation. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.